We're going? We're up. Hello. Hello, people. It's just, yeah. Just letting that go into the regular feed. Hello, hello. Be one of those situations where somebody had too much hot food and goddamn died before <laughs> the shit started. Fucking battery, of course. <laughs> I don't know how to find this shit. What you what you looking at? Putting together a post. Oh. Mm. <laughs> I know they mad. They can't stop. Number one song. We in the mirror. Black on. Even the number one movie. We were making records. Making the whole movie. Yes, I told y'all. I told y'all. I'm going to show y'all how to clean your dirty money. This is the I'm your host, Lester Rowe. New week, new episode every Thursday. This time on YouTube, we're doing the first live stream. First ever. First time ever. I don't know how many times we're going to say first. First time ever. Kind of famous podcast. On YouTube, youtube.com slash Films. Um, I'm still trying to maneuver this thing. I'm trying to figure out how to share it to the Facebook, how to get it going over there. Um, also, other social media, facebook.com and Twitter, facebook.com slash Kinda Famous Pod, K-I-N-D-A Famous Pod, P-O-D. That's where the conversation happens. If I can get this thing going, keep people, it going. People over there will also know that it's happening, but I don't know how to maneuver. We're live. Uh, maybe, maybe if you're watching, then you know I have in here uh, who's uh, about to post on the. I'm throwing up on the Facebook. Dying to interrupt me, uh, Dave the Caveman Rickles. One and only. Man, true I, champion of the city. Right here, people's champ, best looking beard in the whole city. You heard it first from me. All right, that's that's what he's saying. That's what he's saying. But uh, kind of famous pod, K-I-N-D-A famous pod. That's where you go on Twitter, Facebook. Also, don't forget to go to arrowfilms.com, A-R-O-W-E, films.com. That's my personal website. I finally got everything kind of tied together on the website, so... You can go to that one-stop shop, find everything, all the way down to them clean people collectors, uh, which I'm wearing right now. Um, and you can get that uh, off the Redbubble uh, website, and that's where you get some of that merch and whatever else I got to sell there um, and go from there. Now, I'm kind of at a loss. Now, granted, last week we did the 444 episode with Big Sam, uh, talking about that Jay-Z album, 444. Uh, probably one of the dopest albums I didn't listen to in several years. Uh, you get a chance to listen to this? Are you that black Jay-Z? enough to listen to J- yeah, yeah. It was terrible. I mean, that I expect you to say that. As I a, just uh, don't like Jay-Z, though. I oh, just never well, have. I wasn't the biggest fan of Jay-Z, but, you know, as a person that um, is uh, has heightened melanin in my skin, which is something you learned today what melanin was. <laughs> you learned what a cucumber is. <laughs> or a pickle. <laughs> All right, so <laughs> this dude didn't know the, how that a cucumber is 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 just a. That's how you get a pickle. Not nah, all right. <laughs> you trying to make it work? So this is basically what happened. We went to uh, a, a local restaurant, Dempsey's. Uh, biscuit joint. Was Dempsey's it Dis- biscuit. Dempsey's biscuits in Wichita? Um, so somebody decided that he wanted to have the hottest thing on the menu. Oh my goodness! That person was not me. Reaper. The Reaper is his call. Uh, he, what you get? What, what exactly did you get? Uh, I got the chicken and waffles, uh, Reaper style, and it was hot. It was hot as. It was hot enough that you see him sweating. I'm gonna post was, a picture. I was of that. worried. I literally, was a little worried about my health. Literally sitting there sweating. I almost passed out. <laughs> you look like it. You look like it. Not to mention, he said he got <laughs> some in his eye. Yeah, man, I rubbed my eye. <laughs> Crucial error. Now. I don't do that. Uh, so if you're in Wichita and you get a chance to stop by Dempsey's on the east side of town near Hillside, ain't it? 
Hillside, like yeah. Douglas yeah. or something like that. Uh, they got chicken. College they, Hill area. College Hill. They got chicken. They got these homemade biscuits that uh, everyone is raving about. Lester rated it a, what was that, a 6 out of 10? Well, we not going to kill them. I mean, you if you want to go check it out, you can check it out. We not gonna lose nobody, no business. It wasn't dark today. enough for you in there, huh? It was not dark. I <laughs> <laughs> right, check. It's basically that's literally what he said. He said you use melanin. I use the word melanin. See, check. All right, so it's like a gourmet chicken spot. Yeah, it's expensive too. Yeah, it's, it, it. It. I mean, twelve it, bucks for a chicken meal, huh? Twelve bucks for a chicken meal with no sides. No size. No, no, no drink. No, no French fries. No I mean, fried chicken. You know, supposed to be cheap. Supposed it? to be, unless you're going to get gourmet fried chicken. Yeah, it is good though. I liked it. And um, uh, uh, uh so he's sitting there. We sitting there. We're trying to figure out some things. Now, everybody know you go to a good chicken spot, especially my black people. They know if you go to a good chicken spot, one thing that has to happen. You got to have a little piece of bread, which they did. They executed on that properly. Had the chicken. Not only did they have the chicken in the bread, it had the chicken on top of the bread. So all that flavor getting into the bread, bread becomes its own little meal. Then, you know, you always got to garnish it with a pickle or pepper. <laughs> now, we sitting here and I decide, you know, I had some of the chicken. I had some of the bread. They gave me, I got four tenders. They gave me four uh, dipping sauces. Something I forgot what it was called. Honey mustard barbecue. The Remy Ma. You know I the think classics. That's what it was called. The who? Remy Ma. It could have been. It could have been. It was terrible. Just like anyway. Um, it's like a mayonnaise. <laughs> it's like mayonnaise. So what happened? What are we? Okay, oh. so I go over grab. No, the I looked over pickle. and I said, "Is that a cucumber or a pickle?" No, 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 that's no. That's what no. happened. This is what happened. I tasted one. I asked him that he want one. He grabs a pickle. Well, we assumed to be a pickle, at least. And so he said, was it a cucumber? And I'm like, oh, it's, a, it's a pickle. It got a cucumber flavor to it. I thought it could have been some, something different. Because it's, it's already gourmet chicken. Maybe they got some gourmet pickle situation. So the waitress asked her to come over. She come over, and, and she says, I asked, is that pickle or cucumber? And she goes, with no hesitation, goes, well, it's a pickle now. It was a cucumber. <laughs> like she just schooled you. I mean, and, and I'm sitting there. I'm not moved by it because I'm like, well, I guess everybody know. He, Dave didn't say anything. He just was taking it in, sweating and shit. <laughs> and I'm sitting there like, I guess it's, I, I guess we all, everybody but me knew. And she leaves and I say, uh, well, one thing I did not know, <laughs> pickles came from cucumbers. That was uh we both didn't know. We both you you want to say you weren't moved, but your face <laughs> That was when not, you when, I, I could when your sworn. brain realized that like <laughs> that a pickle is a formerly a cucumber. It, it doesn't make sense. This is what doesn't make sense about it. If you ever had a cucumber, cucumber comes in like these big thick slices. And, and in general is a big uh a vegetable. Yeah. But a pickle is generally smaller. How does the cucumber turn into the pickle? It cannot shrink that much. It can't. You get about 12 cucumber uh, pickles in a jar. If you get 12 cucumbers, you're going to get a workout. <laughs> All right. I didn't know that either, though. I don't know where I assumed pickles came from. You know I, what I mean? I'm pretty like positive. I just never thought that it was a cucumber, I guess. You pick <laughs> I would think that you would pick pickles the same way you pick uh eggplants, cucumbers, <laughs> tomatoes, corn. Like, like there was no plant. way for me to know like, or assume. I mean, I guess technically it looks like it, but then she said they were seedless. <laughs> I've never had seedless pickles. I don't know, man. I don't know. Anyhow. She said that with conviction, too. She was like. She was, yeah. No, she said it like we were stupid, to be honest. Like, <laughs> you idiots didn't know that this used to be Maybe a I was still trying to figure it out in my head while she was talking about it. Yeah. I don't know. But that's our fun fact for today. If you didn't know. Got to bring that right up to your face. Keep that logo on your face. All right. I mean, no one expected that. <laughs>
But um, so what you got going, man? Unexpected. <laughs> See, when you're on live, people like that's the problem. People get in front of cameras; they either get shy or they act way too out. All of a sudden, he decided he wanted to jump into some <laughs> kung fu moves. So that's on a live stream. Doing too much. Doing too much. So what do you have going for yourself? Man, I got uh, I got um, this baby over here. Mom's on vacation. She's out there vacationing it up. Left me to the house. I got to do house stuff. I've never done house stuff. I I need to do more. He got three I need dogs to learn. in here. I got three dogs. One of them's not potty trained. Actually, probably all three, three of the damn dogs ain't potty trained. Man, it's been rough. I got to take care of it. I got a car wash. I'm a car wash owner. I own EFC with Steve Hansen. And, man, busy with that, putting putting together fist fights for September 2nd. And then um, what else do I got going on? Oh, I'm campaigning for a fist fight for Bellator MMA. I'll smack any of you suckers in your mouth. How about that? Catch me outside. <laughs> what's yeah. happening with that? What, what's the holdup? I don't know, man. I just talked to Rich Chow yesterday, and he said he's, you know, we just were chatting about uh, the direction of Caveman and what we're going to do, and he wanted to know what weight class I wanted to fight at and stuff like that, but he told me he's working on some stuff. What's what's the we, new? We gonna, I had a couple fights fall through. People, A lot of people don't know. I was supposed to fight Aaron Pico, who got – Washed in 10 seconds. (laughs) And uh, uh, Nick Barron's told me that Aaron Pico would beat my ass. So uh, I've had a vendetta for that kid. Um, And then uh, I was supposed to fight Josh Thompson maybe. But that fell through also. So, you know, I don't know what's going on now. But whatever, you know, I believe in the Bellator way. And uh, I'll have (laughs) a fight soon, I'm pretty sure. Well, well, that that has to be pretty much Before the year is up. I mean, it's been eight months since my last fight. Is that the longest stretch? That's the longest stretch I've had in a, a long time. They call that rush stretch right there. Yeah. So, but, you know, it's good, man. Uh, sometimes those breaks for the body and the brain are good. So, I expect to come back with a vengeance. And uh, it's made me hungry again. It's made me real hungry. So, did you uh, – I forgot what I was going to say about that. Made you hungry? Like, what do you mean? Um, so a lot of people don't know, but, uh, the contract with, uh, Bellator and the Kansas star is up. So they're not coming back as, as of right now, they still, they're still talking, but as of right now, there's no Bellator MMA being looked at for the Kansas star arena. And, uh, that makes me hungry again. You know, it's like, that was like, that was job security. Like you can't do a, you can't even go to the casino and not have me there and not, you know what I mean? Like right. it was job security. So now that I'm I'm, you know, hey, damn, Dave, you could lose your job. Like I'm hungry again. Like I'm ready. I got I know I got to beat some fools up. So Now, is I guess is that the most in your whole fighting career is that mo- the most frustrating you've been in your whole career or is there something that beats this? No, this is I mean for sure like I've never had a I've Never really had to campaign for a fight. <laughs> like, I just, you know, the way I fight and uh, the the fans that I have, uh, everybody that tunes in and watches and the support that I have, man, like, when Caveman fights, people watch. You know, 1.1 mil viewers that was, on that last scrap, son. 1.1. What do you think the holdup is? I don't know. Probably just a bunch of scared Badussies out there. Now you you posted something a little bit earlier about these weight classes and and uh, what is what is the whole why why is that even a big big deal this whole sixty five eighty five whatever the fuck is going on I mean this is a big deal right here <laughs> <laughs> I'm the big deal Lester Rowe right. how about that I'm about to cut a WWE entertainment <laughs> this shit took a whole nother turn <laughs> no but okay so weight classes. No, I'm just having fun. Um, weight classes, uh, you know, me, the truth is, I am big. Like, and for me to get down to 55 was, like, scary hard. I mean, 12 weeks is what I would usually have to have, basically, to get down there and, and feel good and feel 
not dead, not like a zombie. You right. Know? So, and, and almost all my camps were basically like eight-week camps. So, my body just naturally sits at about 85 when I'm in shape, feeling good. So, getting down to 155 pounds was like extremely hard on my body. Um, and a lot of people don't think about this factor as well. I, I, I learned this uh, from a doctor here in town, but when you're cutting all that water weight, I do, I did at least 10 pounds of water weight. That water, you're pulling water from your skull. Like that, that uh, he described it to me as jello. So your brain sits in there, right? And the water around is what keeps your, your, uh, brain from hitting the skull, mm. right? So when you start to pull water away from that, it's much more easy. It's a lot easier to get oh, hurt. Oh, to kind of hit that wall. It's like a yeah, cushion. Yeah, it's like a cushion. Exactly. So when you're pulling all that water away, um, just makes you more susceptible to take damage and stuff like that. So, you know, I just found it crazy. You know, my uh, at 170 pounds, I've never even been wobbled. And then when I drop down to 55, like, I'm getting hurt. So uh, I think... I think weight cutting for me was a bad idea. Some people can probably do it. Some people, it works out for them. But for me, it just, it was too extreme, I think. So is that the reason why? Um, That's the only reason I've ever taken an L. Well, okay. Uh, but uh, is that the Science. reason why so many of these, uh, I mean, between UFC and other organizations are building these new weight classes? To uh, I don't. Man, I want to say that they're doing it for, like, health reasons. Like, oh, man, we really want to look after the fighters and be – they don't really care that much Let's about the fighters. Like, like, it could be more belts. And But one cool thing would be, like, how much easier would it be to make super fights between, like, a 65 and a 75? You know, oh, we just meet at 70, you know? Yeah. Uh, and then – or a 75, 85 or, 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 or whatever, you know, so – um, damn! Why you throw me off like that? <laughs> but I uh, talking. I was talking. Uh, <laughs> showed me a booty picture. This is a this is a booty picture. Hey, that is not true. That is not true <laughs> at not, all. It's not. <laughs> it's not. It's an EFC official business. He, I gave him a page admin. He ain't ever made one post. That's a lie, boy. That's a lie. Nah, I know. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but uh. <laughs> But recently, what we did a couple of weeks ago, we went out to the middle of nowhere, Kansas, and did a photo shoot in which um, you donned your uh, saber tooth head or whatever yeah. you want to call it. And uh, it was pretty fun up until the point that we start, start seeing snakes. Now, here's the thing about seeing this snake. Now, I'm just, I, I don't even remember. Oh, that's what it was. I was walking around with the camera and. I'm trying to find a location. Next thing I know, I felt like I stepped on like a rock. There's a bunch of rocks. It was at the bottom of like this, this what they call it a waterfall, but a spillway or whatever that is. And I thought it was a rock. Stepped on the snake. Snake jumped out, started slithering around. Then the crazy it was pretty, man. Pretty, I mean, it was like a colorful snake. It was, it was red, a, wasn't it? It was dead. Red. Oh, red. No, <laughs> no I, well, I, I think I, I didn't have time to figure that out. Because as soon as I realized there was a snake and I jump around, this crazy madman decides he wants to go chase a snake. Yeah. And says the ridiculous term of, oh, it'd be cool if we caught the snake and take a picture with it. Now, as a man who just said he's looking to get a fight, I think he was looking to not get in a fight because that snake would have bit you. Who knows, what, who knows what it was? Man, it wasn't poisonous. I don't think. Well, we, we, we'll never find out. I won't find out. Cause I, I I refuse. It crawled under a rock though, and I couldn't get to it. Oh, you want your phone back? Yeah, let me get that you phone about back from you. Well, you never know. Uh, <laughs> but there was. Uh oh. What? Oh, <laughs> just made a noise. I don't know. Let's see what happened here. Uh oh. No, we good. We good. It's still going. Hello. It should be still good going. I don't know how it went off, but let's not let's not get nervous. That's the all right. Hold on, it's a live show. That's what happened with the live shows, man. I think we're still live, and we're back. I'm kind of famous podcast. <laughs> 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 I'm back with 
Anyway, uh, I don't know where I was going with that. Now, check this out. Let me ask you a question. Now, we're going to talk some regular shit. Uh, we ain't got to talk too much of this fight stuff. Now, what are your thoughts here? I got a question for you as a white man. Jesus. Yeah, this is going to get serious. This is getting weird. This is about to get real weird. OJ Simpson, do you think he did that shit? Hell yes, he did. He, <laughs> his wife? You talking about killing his wife? Yes. He murdered his wife. I don't dude. think he did it. Man. You don't, For real? All right, check this out. You, this I haven't is, examined any of the evidence, by the way, but he just he wrote a book that said, if I did it. I got that book, <laughs> and I read that book, and I mean, all the time we think about, man, what if I robbed the bank? Right. Does that, in the bank, and that bank gets robbed, probably looks bad on me, but that don't mean I did it. Yeah. I mean, you, he could definitely be exploiting, like, the situation and trying to make some money. Out because he owed a whole bunch of money when he wrote right. that book, too. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I know, dude. He, we think about – just cut to the real question is, do I care if he's out now? I mean, that wasn't my care? real question. That was. Do I care? Dude. No, but I don't think he did it either. The juice. The juice is back. The juice is loose. I don't think he did it. So I, don't, I, I think he should be out in the free world. Hey, look, at least 12 jurors. I heard, I heard though, okay, so, man, you know, I just skimming through some stuff. But supposedly he stole back a bunch of stuff that was his. He took. All right, so this is the reason he was in jail. He was facing nine years because. Now, I watched this hearing that happened a couple weeks ago. So, basically. He was going through the last nine years of his life in jail, which I forget what the, like, max was supposed to be. But he did nine years in jail because he robbed – well, he went to a location, and they accused him of armed robbery getting his shit back. This is memorabilia of his. So let's just say – let's look around here. Let's say you got your caveman necklace over here, you got your skulls, and somebody gets in possession of these items. And you're like, man, I want my sh- I want my shit back. But did he sell him the shit? No. So what happened was he had a friend. Let's say I took these items, I sold them to somebody, and you like, I don't know who thought you why you thought you could just go sell my shit and you go back and get your items, you and then you end up going to jail for getting some shit that was already taken from you without your permission. Hmm. Yeah. And not only that, so in the, in the hearing, the dude who stole him from or, or he was accused for it was even like, that's my bad, OJ. Nah. He, he defended him. He was in court defending him, and, and he was even like, um, you know, if y'all release him tomorrow next week, I'll be right there to pick him up. I'm here for you, Juice. Then California, the people who uh, uh who had – who had that little skirmish or whatever deemed that those possessions that he was in jail for nine years for were his. <laughs> he owns them. He, he, is in, he was in possession of those items That's a year crazy. after he was convicted. That's crazy. Yeah, let him go, man. He, well, they did let him go. The juice is loose. The juice is loose. But I think, uh, I, so you really think he did it? Murdered his wife? Yeah. yeah. What about the other dude? What was the – I mean, who was the other – like, who else was the murderer? I mean – I ain't here to solve the case. I guess. Like, <laughs> who was accused other than him? Nobody because everybody was looking for him. I feel like – man, I don't know, All right, dude. check this out. You're a Everybody fighter. thought he did it. Like, Well, thank well, – except for me, apparently. Think about this. You're I haven't a examined the evidence. You're in, you're in good shape. You think you could murder two people? Yeah, easy. With How a knife? Do it. Could you? Could you punch somebody for forty-five? I mean, forty-five times in a row, back to back, no break. Yeah. Without being tired, I'd be winded probably. Yeah. That's just one person. <laughs> he had to do that twice. He he, ki- he killed two people supposedly. Well, uh, no, not 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 anymore. <laughs> He's no longer charged for that. But he was supposed to kill his wife and her boyfriend. Oh, is that what it was? Stabbed him like over 50 times. Stabbing someone's way easier, though. You think so? Yeah. Get a bag of ice. 
a bag of ice at Quick Trip. Get you a a, a thing and just two, three, four, five, six, if seven. If you're in a rage, eight, if nine, you're in a rage, uh, 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 I'm still get, I'm tired Ooh. now and I'm at fifteen. You're out of shape though. <laughs> the hey, juice is a pro athlete. He was a pro athlete. He's it's in his blood. Nah, man. But he would then have to do it against a taekwondo master or whatever the fuck. That the, guy was a taekwondo. The, the boyfriend was like a jujitsu or karate nah, don't black be, belt. Don't pull jujitsu into this, okay? Because <laughs> if he knew jujitsu, the juice would be dead. Well, I mean that's what if they say. If he was the attacker. They say Imagine he was a like a white. What, what's below a black belt? Brown belt. All right, maybe he's like a brown belt. This guy was like a martial artist dude. It was like he would get in stances, do all that. If he got in stances like that, he probably didn't know anything. Well, I don't know. If he ever did this, <laughs> <laughs> if he ever raised his hands like this, he probably never ever was in a fight. So you saying he deserved to die just for the stance? No, that's not what I'm saying. <laughs> saying. Don't be jujitsu is a real martial art. You're talking about some kung fu fucking <laughs> weirdo. I, I, hey, he had a belt. That's all I'm saying. I'm thinking OJ was out of shape. He's probably in the same shape. Steven I, I Seagal am. has a belt. I would bet on you to beat him up. That I could beat I him up. I think you could beat up Steven Seagal. We're talking Steven Seagal, though, man. <laughs> I'm saying, I don't have that kind points. of. <laughs> <laughs> I don't possess that kind of fucking skill, man. He is big too, though. He, isn't he like six foot? I think he about the same size as Big Dan. Big who's, Dan McCarthy. I don't know who that is. Who's Big McCarthy? Dan? McCarthy is it Big that, John? Big John. <laughs> <laughs> Old Big Dan McCarthy. <laughs> Look, I don't know everybody's name, man. Maybe if, if, if Big John. Uh, you had the last name right, huh? You had the last name right, McCarthy. Mm-hmm. Now, last time we talked, we talked about the Conor McGregor fight that was supposed to never happen. Yeah. That's happening. I can't believe it's actually Allegedly, happening. still. I mean, we still got some time. But now it's happening. So, who you got? Dude, you'd be crazy. I don't even know. I think they were saying uh, uh, Conor's only like plus 500 or something like that. He, I mean, he... <clears throat> The Which line is for insane, him dude. is actually closer than people would have thought going into that fight. Oh, yeah. It's closer than a lot of, like, his past opponents and stuff like that. Uh, Mayweather's. Like, I think it was uh, better than Pacquiao's. I could be wrong. But but anyway, know. okay, here's my take on it. Connor should, in theory, get his ass whooped. But I think the first two rounds, maybe three, will be interesting. Because he's going to have to adjust to an unorthodox – I mean – MMA fighters don't box the way boxers do. I mean, he, he's used to seeing those kind of movements. I mean, I think <clears> – <throat> I'm sure Floyd is probably doing that, but bringing in good strikers from MMA to box, like that's who he should be boxing against is good good strikers who, who move in an MMA way, you know? So you think that 49-0, and 0, Floyd Mayweather – in his sport, knowing what he's known is going to prepare differently than he would have prepared for anybody else? Mm, he probably – he really probably is doing – I mean, he probably hasn't changed anything. Why would he? But – but I think he would based on what you – I mean, I think he should based on what you, what you said. Because my personal opinion is – Dude, when I – man, okay. So, when I used to – we used to uh, prepare for fights, <clears throat> we would have a mix of – the good guys, okay, good strikers who move and know how to kickbox, strike, right. this and that. And then coach would also bring in, like, the newer guys who don't really know shit. And you would get clocked by those those new guys sometimes because they, they throw from weird ang angles. Their timing is so different because they don't know when they should throw punches. And they hit you from from just weird – with weird shots because you're if you're not used to seeing that sort of thing, it can throw you off. I mean, I'm good. I'm used to seeing somebody with good fundamentals of striking, right? Right. So their movements uh, all look 
similar, right? So I can like uh, adjust to that sort of thing. But when people move awkwardly and their timing is awkward and and that sort of thing, um, you can get caught, you know. And then you you just have to adjust. Then you you know a good a good striker will just adjust. You know, you'll just change things. But you might get hit with one or two, and then you're like, oh, okay, well th- he's doing this. Okay, well I, I see. What so he's doing. eventually, you could figure it out figure out the timing if you had a little. That's bit why of I think two rounds should be interesting. I think Connor. If he's smart, we'll come in pretty heavy just right off the bat. I mean, I think that's his best shot. So, what what is other than winning? What's the best case scenario for Conor McGregor here? Other than winning, obviously that's one fifty mil in the bank. <laughs> well, all right, that's the that's the automatic. <laughs> he's gonna get that, dude. I'll man you. Honestly, Connor's in the win-win. He's in a win-win situation. He's supposed to lose this fucking fight. He's not supposed to do good at all. If he goes in there and lays a glove on Floyd, if he, by some miraculous crazy, uh, like even drops Floyd once or something crazy like that, dude, he will go down as, it'll, it'll be epic, man. I mean, it, you're talking about an MMA fighter stepping into the best boxer of the yeah. generation. Allegedly. So if he... <laughs> It, yeah, right, of course. But if he goes in there and does has any kind of success, I think it's going to be – I mean, it, it looks bad for boxing in my opinion. See, I've, I've had the argument that <clears throat> it does nothing for boxing either way. I don't think it does much for boxing. I think it does everything for MMA because it's like the if stepchild. He, unless, though – okay, so sorry to cut you off again, but, dude, unless – okay, so here's – if Floyd goes in there and does something that – he hasn't done in like ten years, which is knock Connor out in like the first round or the second round. It's gonna look. Everyone's gonna be like, "Oh my god, those MMA fighters are turds. They suck." Blah blah blah, mm-hmm. and it'll get a ton. Man, boxing. I think that would that sort of thing would spike boxing up. I, but see, I think it's expected, and so it, that's why I don't think it does anything for boxing. Because not to your like, casuals, man. Dude, okay, so not to casuals, man. Not to casuals because if you – I mean, the, the, the betting alone tells you that people have a really misconstrued look of what's going to actually happen. You know you what mean I mean? You the, the, mean the, how close it is? Yeah, like people genuinely think that Connor's just going to go in there and whoop his ass. I don't see that. I you see really more, don't see that? I, I, I see more on the other side thinking that it's just a wash for uh, for for Mayweather. Like, yeah. more casuals, I feel, go, Connor's going to get knocked out. But the betting is showing them that mm, probably not. I don't know. I don't see it that way. But I think more so, like, you've got this – so many people who don't understand sports in general, um, these – big MMA fans who are diehards for Conor McGregor. I That's what I see on the internet. When I browse the internet, I see it's almost a 50-50. Like, the people who understand boxing are like, okay, well, Floyd should smash him pretty easily. It shouldn't even really be a close fight. But there are people who think Conor, he's got the power, though. He's got the power, blah, blah, blah. All he has to do is hit him. Yeah. No one can hit Floyd. <laughs> See, I mean, I would, I, I think I agree in the same place. I do think Conor McGregor probably has, because, he, like, all the stuff that he brags about, he is younger. He, y'all fight, a, it's a totally different sport, totally different mechanic, or somewhat different com- me- mechanic. But I also look at the Mayweather part of being a great defender. And maybe all he needs to do is hit him. But that is the whole task with Mayweather is hitting him. Yeah. So, but I'm not going to lie. Watching all that promo that they did on that tour, for me, I'm kind of sold on McGregor. Dude. <laughs> I think he has a chance. I mean, I think, not just a chance, I think he's but like a do, good chance. I think he's going to do better than people think. I think uh, – I, mean, I just – you know – I just think he – I just don't – his confidence, he's young. Yes. He, he really believes this, man. Like, he really believes he's going to beat McGregor and, and, or, or Mayweather. And if he does, if McGregor beats Mayweather, this will be the biggest upset in sports history. By far. Ever. By far. Ever. 
So. Yeah, I mean, but see, this is why I, I feel like he has a chance. One, like you said, the, the confidence, which, you know, I mean, you talk about this all the time. That's what I wish I would see in other MMA fighters, this degree of confidence. Like, I can say whatever because I know whatever's going to happen, I'm going to go back it up. The good thing about McGregor is that he has losses. So, to have the confidence that he has with, you know, L's in his bracket is also like – you don't have to worry about losing. You can still talk shit. But that but it's real to him too. Like he you know he believes what he said. I've never seen anyone look as confident standing next to Mayweather ever. Yeah, yeah. Like he this just like that I've the never energy. seen that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it like he looks like, like he's about to go super saiyan. Like he's just like I mean, always just to sit there and go like and go. Like, knowing how much money is on the line and, and McGregor could stand next to Mayweather, Mayweather say something, say, let's do it now then. Let's right. go. And granted, we see this all the time, but I know in May, McGregor's head, he goes, if we just going to do street fight, I'm going to fuck you up. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Which I, I think is, I think part of that may be intimidating the Floyds. Like, right. I'm not going to look like a joke out here. <laughs> like, because he Dude. knows how to do yeah. his one thing. Right, right. And I love, like, McGregor saying, this is half a fight. It's like, shit. This ain't even a real fight. <laughs> yeah. This is a boxing match, son. Yeah. But, he, oh, I love, we, I bounced my shin bone off of heads or whatever he said. I don't know. But, dude. Dance for me, son. I just, <laughs> he called him boy. He said, oh, yeah, dance for me, boy. <laughs> you ain't going to do shit. Yeah. I have no, I, I really wish I could, I, I can't do uh, accents very well. But McGregor is probably one of the best. I like, think all the I think that that whole that's, like it gives him the Mr. Miyagi thing too. You know what I mean? Like when people can barely speak, when you have broken <laughs> broken English, like you automatically seem way better at kung fu. Broken foreign English, because if you listen to a lot of black boxers, even Mayweather got shitty English. Well. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> hey. Yeah, you can't say that. Don't say nothing. Yeah. About that. Yeah. Oh shit. Well, we're going to take a quick break. Uh, <laughs> right now. I don't know. I genuinely, if I got to do this by myself, uh, I got something to go. Uh, like you said, he's uh, he's uh, by himself right now. He's his, 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 his left alone in the home to take care of the kids in the house. Uh-oh. Oh, that, that was the dog. <laughs> when, uh oh, let me let's hold up, hold up. Dad to the rescue. Oh, poor little guy. Gonna bring it back. The dog scratched him. Let's see. Hold on, hold on. Let's bring the feedback. What did you turn it off for? I need. I didn't turn it off. It's still going. It should be. Uh-oh. Let's go. Okay. <laughs> back in action. We're back in action, bubs. There's my boy. He's my strong boy. He's my strong boy. It's back. We're back. The I'm Kind of Famous podcast. Uh... Are we? I I oh. think so. <laughs> I'm yeah. I'm learning. I'm learning. What's First, first live broadcast. I'm figuring out how this thing live working. It's working. Live broadcast. Live broadcast. Um, what was on? We're talking McGregor Mayweather, but that whole that whole um that whole uh. Brought that tour, like it really is. I, I just like I said, I've never seen anyone that confidence. Uh-huh. I I also feel like he has nothing to lose, McGregor. So, oh yeah, absolutely. So, so he can go out there and throw bombs, the type of bombs that uh, <laughs> 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 the type of bombs that no other fighter throws at him has thrown at him. McGregor can throw bombs at Mayweather 
Because if you're really not worried about losing, like other fighters would 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 be, then yeah, I think I think, I think that, that uh, gives them a better chance. Yeah, well, definitely, man. I mean, when you go in, and there's, you know, he doesn't. It doesn't matter if he loses. Everyone expects him to lose. You know what I mean? Right. He's not supposed to win. Right. So yeah, I, I mean, I definitely agree with you there. Like, it it allows him to go in. And uh, drop, throw bombs, you know what I mean? Like, right. I think that's his best chance anyway, though. It's like, just come in with heavy strikes and uh, lots of pressure right off the bat. He's got to find a way to trap Floyd on the ropes. But, I mean, goodness gracious, I don't know how. He's, I mean, good. He, dude, it's, it's a weird. See, it's a weird place because when you look at it's so good, it's crazy. Who uh, he's gonna get peppered with the jab hard? Oh yeah. Yeah. Well, I don't know about hard, but he's, I, but that's what Mayweather he knows how to score. Right. He scores re- very well. Yeah, he's the best point fighter ever. And um, but you know what could happen? But you could try out. And I'm just gonna I'll say it here. Y'all can do a. Uh, oh shit! The fight is after now. Originally, EFC was scheduled for the same day as the McGregor Mayweather fight. <laughs> he, won't get, he won't even get off of me. Jeez, you're a little daddy's boy, aren't you? Um, yeah. Um, what are you talking about doing like a, a Nico Hernandez versus Dave the Caveman Rickles? Oh, yeah. I mean, Nico versus. Bring uh, it on, sucker. <laughs> MMA rules, though. <laughs> Y'all nah, can dude, do it. He's a an si- Olympic boxer. He's also 115 pounds or something. Like, I mean. But we could do we could do it. We could run it for charity. We'll do a charity event. That's that's a good one. Um, Nico Hernandez, put your mouth where your face is. What? <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Hold on, hold on. <laughs> what? Did you say that on purpose? No, oh. no, I, I didn't know. <laughs> he got flustered. He got flustered. I'm not. What's <laughs> 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 it? What is it? Put What's your the money line? where your mouth is? <laughs> or wait, I don't even know anymore. Put your face where your mouth is. <laughs> I'm gonna say that at my next, my next Bellator like pre-hype fight, they're gonna be like, "What do you have to say to him? Put your face where your <laughs> mouth is, boy." Hey, that's a, that, but that was, <laughs> that's a good promo line. It is. You can, you can that say is good. Put is. that's a good WWF. Uh, What's the what I say? Put your face, put your face where your mouth is, and I'm gonna give you a whole face of fist. fist. Ah, fuck it, okay. <laughs> I'm done. See, I tried dude, to make you, it work. Yeah, you gotta, you better edit that part out. No, we keeping it. <laughs> we keeping it. This is raw footage. Anything could happen. I could drop this baby on its head right now. Definitely but I couldn't. wouldn't. We're <laughs> not gonna do that. I'm live. his protector. <laughs> Do that when it's off. Um, but, uh, well, I mean, how you feel about the success of Nico Hernandez, at least? I think it's awesome, man. Um, boxing, dude, Wichita was never known as, like, a boxing community until him. So, I mean, that's it's huge. Uh, I'm really happy that uh, Lewis opened up his gym again. Um, his gym got burned down, which is crazy. And then uh, – there was like a serial arsonist running around, I guess, and like burnt their gym down. But so they got the gym back up and running, man. And like, dude, I hope there's just flocks of kids trying to get in there and learn from Lewis, man. I mean, he took his son to the Olympics, and I mean, of course, Nico's talent, but but a coach is is just as important of a key. A good coach is a is a what would you say? <laughs> <laughs> what was that line? It's just as important of a key. Oh, I thought you said just important as a key. <laughs> what does that fucking mean? <laughs> We're gonna speak in riddles for the next half. <laughs> next half will be all riddles. I mean, I I I, pre- I do like. Uh, I mean, I'm a big boxing fan. I was a boxing fan before I even knew anything about MMA, and like it's I like watching them fight. Now, Turk, I'll, stop. I'll say this. And I'll say this with confidence, and hopefully I don't get punched for it. But I would like to see him have more competitive fights. Dude, yeah. I mean, that's just – I mean, unfortunately, also in boxing, like, 
that's kind of how it works as you build your record up for the first 20 fights or some shit or yeah or not like the toughest competition usually usually i mean i don't know but at the same time when you're an olympic boxer you've you've had several big fights so it's not like traditional where you have to make that weight from right from from what normal would do um on top of uh i think his last fight they was uh saying that he had like over a hundred fights already like dude boxing that's honestly pretty normal like amateurs will have a hundred boxing fights before they go pro jesus christ (laughs) but yeah i think i think Especially promotionally wise, it's gonna be hard to keep feeding, feeding him. Uh, you know, it, people are gonna to want to see. A I'll Nico say the Hernandez word bums versus a top. I'm not gonna say bums, but because those there's no bums. I mean, there's definitely bums out there. <laughs> but I don't know anything about his competition. I don't know anything about who he's been fighting. But people are going to want to see champions, you know. They want to see Nico Hernandez become a champion. And to do that, he's got to fight some tougher guys eventually. Yeah. I, I mean, that's the hope. Um, but in general, as a fighter, I, I do – I mean, I like him a lot. I think he has a skill. He, dude, his he's, style is so fun to watch, too. And he's quick as shit. Yeah. And that's – He's know, aggressive, man. Like, and he's yeah. not afraid to trade, you know. It's fun to watch. Which a lot of a lot of a lot of fighters are afraid. Not now, I won't say afraid to trade, but everyone. It's always weird watching fighters that just overly protect themselves. Floyd Mayweather. I've I'm I've not been the biggest fan of Floyd Mayweather. For Dude, a long it's time. so hard to watch. People, I remember there was so much hype on the Pacquiao fight, and then I I walked I went to the Kansas Star and they were doing like a showing, and this room was packed. This room was so packed. Halfway through the fight, half of the people or more had already just left. They just left. Like, they're just like, this isn't fun to watch. <laughs> At the Kansas Star? <laughs> yeah, yeah. They did a watch party. That's why it's important to be entertaining. <laughs> that's why entertainment is important, especially on the top end of the car. That's one thing that's good about MMA is that the you get a lot of matchups where – you are it's like it's okay for a show to be stolen in mma versus in boxing like because most of the time in boxing especially when you're paying for it you want that top fight to be worth that hundred hundred fifty dollars yeah you don't want no one to steal a show because you bought it for this top fight you can look at an mma card and go oh that should be good that should be good that should be good and usually that's the case right and part of it is because you really like i mean some of the organizations don't like you can't really run. What's crazy is like, why don't they run cards where like Terrence Crawford, Nico Hernandez, uh, Floyd Mayweather? Why don't they ever do stuff like? There's only the one fight you know about. You know what I mean? Like you never even heard of anybody else on the card usually. I think. Th- I mean, I don't know. Yeah, you're right. You very rarely like you. I think it's been one. I mean, the last couple years you had a few. Where you had two top billings, I mean two like a Vassal Limachenko and uh, Floyd Mayweather uh, with mixed in there with some Terrence Crawford, dude. Now, dude, you can't tell me that wouldn't sell out. I, I I think it's probably about the the purse more than anything. Well, Floyd wants to own. I mean, because everybody not gonna go box and go get a million dollars, right? Versus in MMA, that's true. Was where y'all right, right, right. Now that's I one didn't thing think about that. That's one thing that. That, I mean, hopefully McGregor could be helping with is that that financial factor that's that's because I, you could argue that you in MMA you have a higher you have a smaller uh, career window than in boxing because you are essentially fighting two to three times a year versus once a year for them or at best twice. 15 every 15 months or whatever it is so i don't know i think mma should probably get i think most mma fighters at this point realize they should probably be getting paid better definitely (laughs) (laughs) dude you shouldn't be fighting for the biggest you know bellator or ufc like you should be financially okay you know what i mean like you should be 
Do some fighters don't even make 30 racks a year at the at, at Bellator level, at UFC level. At UFC level, some guys are getting paid 10 and 10, you know? So, but what what could really be done about that? If anything, they're just going to I mean, it's dude, that's the pro- that could be the problem though. That these things are already in place and people are going to fight. They're going to do it anyway. So they've they've established like what a base pay basically looks like. And now how would how do you flip it on its head? I don't know. You'd have to bring you have to maybe start an entirely new organization <laughs> that every single fighter who's fighting on TV gets 25 racks or more or something. You know, or what I, mean? union. I don't know. Or, or a fighters union. union, but they supposedly have one going right now that I haven't even heard anything about. There's supposedly a fighters union. See, I think what screws um, what screws the the system is that the that whole idea of you got to pay your dues, which is true. People, you know, you want to pay your dues, but at the same time, that whole idea and concept is getting people. Like, where you guys could, let's say, have a strike or whatever the equivalent would be. You could have a strike for better pay, but then the hungry cats at the bottom who are not getting anything and would love to get five grand is going to take that fight because this is my opportunity. Right. Versus. I wonder what the, like, what whoever fights right before Mayweather and Conor McGregor. Like, how much are those guys getting That's paid? the crazy shit. You don't even know the undercard, and it's a fucking a month away. Right. And they're going <laughs> to... Actually, I wonder if they could just run a card where they that could is just honestly, the only match. That's the only fight. <laughs> they really could. They could do it. Because everybody before that just getting their That's all you're going. buying it for anyway. You know what I mean? Like, you're not buying it for the whole card. Like, Or they could do those celebrity fights up under, and then... Make Dude, more money. One hundred percent. They should have. <laughs> they should have just made a total uh, circus event. You know what I mean? Put Ja Rule in there. It's already a. That's what. Yeah. It's versus a, DMX. It's... Ja Rule versus DMX. This lets you know how old Dave is. He's bringing up people who no one was thinking about <laughs> fucking five weeks ago. So uh, Meek Mills versus uh, Drake. Do that fight. No. That's a good one, but no. We see we see Meek Mill take too many L's as it is. Too many L's. <laughs> so, Poor guy, man. That that now that sucks. Um, let's talk where where we at? Where we at on time? Where uh, what's up? We what, we got EFC coming up. EFC nine two seventeen. We're back at it. EFC six. There you go. At the Kansas Star Casino, we're oh, gonna nice. be running it down with the greatest mixed martial arts fights that the. Candace crowd has ever seen. Did his own Okay, effects. sorry, I didn't cut the promo. Perfect. You got to hit it perfect. It never have to say. Put my mouth where my face is. <laughs> now look here. We're not gonna do any teasing around this part. <laughs> now what we let's see. EFC EFC six. Yeah, dude. We September got 2nd. two dope rematches. We got Brandon Chevy. Versus Marcelo Navarro, which you think is going to be a dud for some reason. What are you talking about? Look, dude? the first one was amazing. Amazing. Granted, I slept on kickboxing originally, without a doubt. But I don't see – I think just like McGregor Mayweather, I think Marcio <laughs> may have thought this was going to be a little more simpler than it was going to be – than it ended up being. Yeah. Chevy, who – that was his first kickboxing fight. Right. Match or whatever we call it. So he's coming in there. Unauthor- he was fucking just throwing <laughs> shit, just running at him and going. I mean, it made him good. He went down a couple times, got up. It was like every time you thought he was done, he wasn't done. Had a whole lot of heart. But now you got game tape. I don't know when um I don't know when's the last time Chevy had a fight. But Marcio has been fighting. Consistency is That's key. a good point. That's a good point. There's I, a valid point. I mean, I have great points. I'll give you okay, some Okay, check this out, though. Check this out, though. There are – okay, so I'm like this as well. But there are certain people, you can put them in the – they're not going to ever have a boring fight, and that's Brandon Chevy. Like, he's going to push the pace and push the action because he will take 20 on the chin. Like, he doesn't care. Like, he's just going to march forward and try to get you, you know. So I watched him and Chris Harris fight, and it was one of the best fights I've ever seen. It was a good fight. I've I've seen this. I've seen several Chevy fights. 
But I think Marcio's ready now. Okay. Well, yeah. I mean, we're we're banking on it being, you know, a really exciting uh, a rematch, you know. What uh, Chevy's actually training for this fight now. So, I mean, I just think it's going to be an amazing match. Do we get a third one? Maybe. If Chevy can come in there and pull it off, we might get a third one. I think the the, the much more skilled technically is Marcio for sure. Hands down, he should win on paper. But we're talking about, I mean – he basically stepped into he basically he actually at that time i think marcio was like 39 and 0 in kickboxing and yeah. brandon came in who was had never done kickboxing ever yeah and had a really really good fight against him so yep and then the next week the next fight marcio had his first loss in kickboxing Yep, but I mean the dude's a legend in kickboxing, so it'll be. A, I'm banking. I I I just think that's gonna be an amazing fight again. And then another really razor close fight. This is gonna be for the EFC 155 pound belt. Uh, might as well make it official right now. Announce it uh, since I haven't announced it yet officially. I guess. Uh, Josh Pfeiffer from Manhattan, Kansas. Uh, one of Joe Wilk's guys. Joe Wilk who got um a loss handed to him by Marcio uh on our our EFC five. Joe Marcio Will- Navajo, undefeated EFC. Go ahead. Yeah, anyway. <laughs> uh, Joe Will trains Josh Pfeiffer, and that kid is super talented. Uh, he's really good. He almost has a better beard than me. Almost. Not quite, though. And uh, he's really good. He's going to fight uh, Cody Carrillo for the second time. They fought on the UFC Fight Pass show for VFC under Ryan Stoddard, and we made the rematch, man. Cody wanted that fight back because he thought he won. So um, he lost a decision in the first fight. So Cody Carrillo, hometown Wichita right here, trains at the Title West and uh, at Fox Fitness. Um, he's going to be fighting Josh for the belt. Another veteran, another veteran Cody. So, I mean, What's wrong, buddy? That's, uh, <laughs> that's, uh, that should be a, I, I don't know anything about this other guy, but I like watching Cody fight. Uh, it just, it just, it's like, he, he, I think he'll fight a tree if you put it in front of him. <laughs> that dude, yeah. Cody <laughs> loves to fight, man. Like, he just, he loves to stay active. What else you got on the card? What else we got to look forward to? Uh, huge fight. Um, we got this kid, Tyler Ingram, that's been training with us. We're probably going to have to wrap things up. But, uh, this kid's having a rough day. But, um, what's going on, buddy? Oh, there it goes. We're going to take a pause for the calls. <laughs> and we're back again. That was real. Huh? That's live for you. That is live. You can't, you, I mean, I Got guess you could fake it. baby puke all over my shirt. Daddy day camp care. <laughs> <laughs> um. So we were talking about EFC. Uh, uh-huh. what, what was on the line? Uh, got Cody Carrillo and Pfeiffer. Mm-hmm. Got uh Marcio, mm-hmm. and that and that one's for a cha- uh, championship belt. Got the rematch, and that's a rematch too. Pfeiffer versus Cody, and we got Marcio Navajo versus Brandon Shiverfield, which I don't even know if I ever say his last name right. I don't know either. What's what's another big one to look for? <laughs> another dude. This is. This is dope because honestly, all three of these could be main events. But L.J. Hermrick versus uh, Alex McGowan is going to be a huge one. <laughs> Jeez, Louise, man, you're falling apart over here, dude. Keep going. No one uh, ever noticed. That's a that's a huge one, man. Like, uh, it it's huge because it's two of the best in the city at 45. So, um, you know, obviously you've got Stephen Wynn who's the champ as well. So if L.J. Alex and Steven trained together, so they wouldn't fight. But if uh, um, I really would, you know, if LJ's able to get through Alex, then he obviously fights for the title next. Obviously. Obviously fight for the title next. I got somebody who might want to argue, dispute that. Who? I'm not going to say any. Actually, there's a couple names, but. Chuka Willis? Chuka Willis. You're a fan, dude. <laughs> I'm a fan. <laughs> I'm a, no, it's not even that I'm a fan. I like people who like. I, I think talking is a great part of entertainment. Absolutely. Value, period. And Huge. He's I, good. He's pretty damn good. Uh, but, 
but at both fighting and as well as talking. Well, I would. I don't know. I, I I've seen them fight before, but I don't, I wouldn't know particularly with talking. But I think what has the, I think at some point fighters have to begin to embrace um, social media as a way to promote their fight, regardless if it's talking content a video talking helps because you you get to build a drama for a fight that's the best thing about the, the greatest thing about fighting versus basketball and everything else uh every other sport the thing about fighting when you create drama with it it takes you back to being a child again where you couldn't wait for after school because all day this thing was building up between so and so and so and so and you know at the playground it was about to go down so it's like it, it lends itself to this now in social media where you can go back and forth with that guy in front of the public, advertise that fight, and then get the fight. Right. So I I kind of like when I see that happen because, it, you know, Mike Tyson, a lot of these fighters did this because it helped sell tickets and put butts in seats. And then after the fight, you had your respect at the end of it. You know, hey, we both warriors type of thing. But – some some of what Chuka was doing and claim I mean EFC is a relatively new brand and as soon as you get a title out there you got someone hungry enough to get it and also want his rematch as well is it a rematch there's not a rematch uh-huh. no it wouldn't be a rematch but hungry enough to want that title because really to me there's no point in an organization having titles that no one wants if there's not a fighter saying I want to come over to EFC right, and take right. that title for sure for sure and I think well, that makes it. You important. definitely have to build that up too. You know, I wouldn't. You know, I wouldn't even expect there to be some big banter of like, "Oh, I want to be the EFC champion." You know, unless you're in the city. You know, if if you're in the city and you don't want these belts, then I, I don't understand. You know, defend your city, defend it proudly, and do mm-hmm. it right. Hold that belt. Um, eventually, that is my goal, though. We want to build it up so that people, when they think of the EFC belt, they're like, "That dude's champion material. Like he can." I mean, that person can go over to the UFC or that person can go to Bellator. Right. You know, that's what I want uh, EFC to be synonymous with uh, is is talent, you know, and belts should be, you know, uh, synonymous with talent, man. Like, there's a lot of belts out there you can win that ain't don't mean shit. Right. So. And, uh, and to me, having someone or having people not just talk about a fight, but talk about a fight that would include the belt and to have that same belt be defended in the city in which it represents for an organization that's building itself from the ground up, I think is dope. Right. And to have someone doing that I think is even more dope because I like entertainment more than sports. I like sports. I like entertainment when they have when they both collide. Right. I love it. Yeah, yeah. I I agree with you a thousand percent, man. Like I've always you know, I don't know, I grew up on wrestling and stuff like that. Like entertainment I wanna be wild a little bit, you know what I mean? So with, uh, did you? You know what? I'm not gonna. I don't want to lean too much on EFC because what I want to do is give EFC two. I'm kind of famous specials where we uh, get a couple people having these fights on the show, and we, uh, you know, let them talk a little shit. Let them do what fighters are supposed to do. We treat like press comes. Get Big Will in here. Let him curse, make people mad. That dude, for real, makes – dude, he got me heated the other day. Man, you know, I don't know. He just – he he he's wild on the internet, dude. He is wild on the internet, man. And he sure knows how to get a rise out of people. That's that's sure. that's amazing. I don't know how people do it, but we'll get him on and have him explain how he does it. Or <laughs> or he can keep it WWF and never reveal the, character, the mind behind the character. Right. That will be uh, – Interesting. I think that's just him, dude. Is that a character? <laughs> we'll never know. I mean, maybe we will. Right. We'll do behind the actor's studio. Like, uh, uh, that's what we'll call the segment. <laughs> maybe we will. Like, Trevor Williams, um, Big Will, as they call you. Uh, <laughs> when you played that character in which you made the entire Facebook mad, you went to a place what is commonly known as Facebook jail <laughs> <laughs> yeah he's man, yeah he's but, on some other shit when it comes to that but but the stuff. good thing about it also with him also doing play by play he's good at his job it man. makes it entertaining Dude, I have pe- too 
Yo, the crazy thing is, you know, I I had people hit me up on the EFC page and were like, you got to get rid of your commentator, Trev Williams, because of this (laughs) and that. I'm like, dude, I don't care what he does outside of work. Right. He shows up and he does his job good. Like, I don't give a shit. You know what I mean? Like, I wish more companies thought like that. Yeah. You know, we're we're on the cutting edge of. uh, (laughs) (laughs) Now, unless he start beating up women, then you got to, you know. Well, you know. We got to draw the line somewhere. (laughs) But, uh, so, yeah, looking forward to EFC 6. But what we're going to do, I think I want to get Cody on here. Let him talk his talk. You know, Cody got that smooth little thing that, yeah, man, you know. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, dude. Yeah, Rico Suave, bro. Dude, yeah. So, uh, we'll figure Cody, this out. Cody would be great. We'll figure this out before on, uh, sure. September 2nd, at least, and uh, get you a couple entertaining. I'm kind of famous. Evolution Fighting Championship specials. And uh, hopefully, Dave gets rid of these dogs, man. They're just all over the place. <laughs> Jeez. Uh, well, this is the live First live broadcast had a lot of live uh, uh, things that I've never would expect it to happen. Yeah, that was crazy. But it worked out. Now I know how to do it. That means there's going to be more at play. Uh, where can people find you? Find me at the Caveman 316 on basically all platforms. You know, uh, Instagram, Twitter, Snapchat, uh, Facebook. Don't add my real Facebook. Man, I got like... I can only ha- I only got room for like ten more friends. I gotta save those for like, you know. I gotta save them. I got might have family out there somewhere. You know. There you go. I, so, I, I'm so not that follow popular. my Dave the Caveman Rickles Facebook page. What's the actual website to that? I don't know. It's just Jesus. Dave the. It's just David the Caveman. David uh, actually it's David Caveman Rickles. That's there you it. go. See, gotta be specific, man. It's too much internet out there. People get lost. Uh, well, this is the I'm Kind of Famous podcast. We're going to wrap this up. Uh, I want to do something fresh and new that I've never done before with the live broadcast today. If you want to get the recap of the episode in its normal place on iTunes, Google Music uh, Store, uh, Podbean, and all that, feel free to go that way. I'm thinking it'll be there probably by tomorrow. We're going to clean up and edit it, make it a little bit more smooth uh, for that version. But live is live. Uh, but until next time, I am your host, Lester Rose. So, in light of you being kind of famous, why the hell I'm kind of famous? Who the hell she knows?